Yeah, let me know whenever you're ready to get down to business and or give someone else the business. He was giving them the business. 69, offense. He was giving them the business. <laughs> 10 yards for giving him the business. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, I want to use this more in life now. No, yeah, like as soon as I heard that, I basically started referring to almost any sexual act as giving somebody the business. That's appropriate. That's a good call. Well, I know. That's yeah. what's good is it can be literally Anything. any sexual act at all yeah. can be referred to as giving him the business. And it basically makes sense. Yeah, it all works. Yeah, it's it's very all-encompassing. Yeah, there, there aren't any times when you're like, I don't know about that one. Yeah. Like, it totally works all the time. Any violent act could be giving him the business. Yep. Any sexual act can be giving him the business. Any violent sexual act could be giving him the business. Any violent sexual act is very <laughs> likely giving him the business. <laughs> Man, it really is. It's a it's an everything phrase. It's something I don't know if it's something you can say in public and people will like understand what you're saying. Like, if you're, like, sitting at the bar, like, like if we go and watch football on Sunday and I'm like, oh, fuck, that guy was giving him the business. Like, you think anybody would get it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels... Or would people just be like, these guys know what they're talking about over here? It feels like it makes sense in context enough that you have to understand it. Like, you maybe, maybe you don't know exactly which play they're referring to, but you understand they're talking about a football thing. We're, like, watching TV, watching the TVs, watching some football, and we say that guy gave him the business. Yeah. They're going to think something violent likely happened. You are immediately like, oh, dude, something fucked up just went down. Yeah, some, that dude, someone just got hit. <clears throat> or, you know what's funny, too, is, like, giving him the business could also just be, like, a sweet juke move where you fucking, like, break someone's ankles and get around them, like, untouched. Yeah. Or a sweet stiff arm. or like fucking, Definitely a stiff arm. Fucking anything. One of the few things in football it likely isn't is, like, a sweet throw. Like, I wouldn't say, like, Danny Dimes threw a sweet pass and was giving him the business. Like, in that, like, that just wouldn't be the context I would use it in. No. I very much, very much agree with you. Yeah. So there is some spots where it feels less like giving him the business than others. But many places in which it still feels as though one is giving one the business. (laughs) It's ridiculous. <laughs> Feels like as good a spot as any to start the show. I don't know. I feel I feel like that's a strong starting point, ladies and gentlemen. What's up? Welcome to D two B two Sports. Out here on Nick, what fucking day is it? One, uh, carry the business Friday. Friday five. He carried the business and he landed on Friday for a big old one, two, three, four, five. So far, I've got every question you've asked me correct today. Dude, you're on a roll. We are off to a rip-roaring start. Rip-roaring start. Speaking of rip-roaring starts, the R2, my name is Derek Weber. Derek. Derek. And uh, speaking of rip-roaring starts, I actually had nothing to do with my name or my co-host name over there, Nikki Sager. Hey, Nikki, cover Winkler in bees. But sometimes you just make up a segue when you're doing fucking uh, recorded audio. Well, on that note, I'm going to actually introduce a new rule that you or I will from here on be obligated to follow. Oh, I like that. All right, I'm in. Anytime there's an R2, and unfortunately I say rip-roaring too often, it's going to have to be followed with a D2. You're going to have to go R2-D2 at any any oh, point possible. The R2-D2 rule is extremely fair. So if you go rip-roaring, I need to go like... Daily dalliances. 
What's a dalliance? That's a great question. Is that even a word? Dalliance is a word. I'm less confident in the meaning of it. I'm but, not uh, confident this no, is a word. I'm oh, I'm 100% co- I know for a fact it's a word. But you have no idea what it means. And not that I have no idea. Uh, a dalliance would be Give me be some like, context. A dalliance would be like a meeting, an affair, like uh, like a somewhere between meeting and affair. There, or like uh, it's somewhat Are you nefarious. saying fair like a, no, like like a carnival? A, no, like an affair like banging people on the down low. <laughs> Unaffair. Oh, an affair. This is a, a dalliance. I, I, I'm reasonably close, right? You, no, you you're not. You knocked it out of the park. Actually, you. Uh, it's a casual, romantic, or sexual relationship. Motherfuck, yeah, dude, out here dalliancing. I'll tell you what is what I find. There's two things I find entertaining about this. The uh, so we're not likely to use a daily dalliance on this sports gambling podcast. No, but I will say, just so you know, uh, Jack. Was not averse to an occasional occasional dalliance with a pretty girl. Ooh, is that the example sentence? This is the the Merriam-Webster sentence example they used. Jack, not averse to the occasional dalliance with a pretty girl. Now, to be fair, yeah. Merriam-Webster knows that Jack has high standards. All right, like Jack is not dalliancing around with a four, a four no, out of ten. No, sir. Got to be a pretty girl. They made that very clear in the sentence. This is one of the most promiscuous sentences in Merriam-Webster Dictionary, right? It's got to be. Like, that's a pretty promiscuous sentence as far as Merriam-Webster standards what go. What do you think Merriam-Webster would say about the term giving him the business? Um, first of all, is it grammatically correct? What do you think Jack would say about the term giving him the business? Well, as long as it's a pretty girl, I think Jack would be on board. Occasionally. Occasionally. According to the... Well, Jack's a busy. He's got errands. That's true. Jack's got stuff going Can't on. Can't just be dalliancing around all day long. Yeah. I don't think dalliancing is a word. I disagree. I, I, I don't. <laughs> Let's find out. Uh, if not you a came, chance. Yeah. Absolutely yeah, If you came to this podcast for some grammar lessons, congratulations. You're in the right spot. But yeah, I approve of the R2-D2 rule. So if there's an R2 drop, someone has to quickly rattle their brain around. I'm going to keep saying dalliancing. I don't, I'm not particularly concerned. I'm fine with that. I have no qualms with using words that are not words. You're not going to believe this. There uh, appears to be a, well, I I presume it to be a young lady, but it might not be, although the profile pic is a young lady, but uh, somebody has the Instagram profile, Dalliance D. Ooh. No joke. Dalliance, is it like just the letter D, capital, or is it D-E-E? No, just the letter. Not Uh, D Brown, former NBA slam dunk champion. Or D Williams. Oh, God. Or, or, uh, wait, are you talking, Billy D Williams? (laughs) Is that who you're talking about? (laughs) I was talking about D from Always Sunny, but I think I used the wrong last name. Her name's not Williams. Yeah, no, I know you're right. Yeah, I realized that you used the wrong, but that's what I was going for. It was D from Always Sunny. Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah, the rap. Oh, man. See, that makes it easier to remember. I just got to think of storing my food and or preventing my brain from being infiltrated yeah. by alien tel- telepathy rays. Well, although, to be fair, I'm sure that you're not the first podcaster to mistake D. Reynolds with Lando Calrissian. <laughs> that's probably true. I mean, there's millions of podcasts out there, so... The fact is, this definitely could have happened somewhere. However, I'm confident in saying that there are no podcasts out there that are going to discuss football betting and the term dalliance in one episode. 
Yeah, I think we're knocking it out of the park in the uniqueness category today with that. <laughs> but that's as good a time as ever to uh, splash our way into today's Friday Five installment. So, as teased last week, Nick and I are going to actually follow up on what we didn't—we e- didn't really have an intended meaning for this yet when we threw it out there as a show theme. But today's theme is opposites. Uh, what exactly that means in betting terms, we'll kind of define on a bet-by-bet basis. I know for me it means a few different things, depending which bet you're referring to of mine. Uh, but yeah, I really wanted to chase it down. And for me, it was as good a time as any to go opposites because your boy's been piss poor betting most of the season. So betting against my own gut felt like as good a way as any to like stumble into some money. I'm slumping. I'm slumping a little bit myself. Oh, a little slump. Did you go in the mid-season? A mid-season slumperoo. Swamp area. Yeah, we had a, we had a tough week. Um, I, I <laughs> one and three last week. Finally, finally put a losing Ooh, week on the board. First losing week on the board for finally Big Nick. Made over it here. work, brother. Well, didn't make it work. Oh, that's fair. So for the first time this week, gave you the business. I've I've been given. I have received the business. Received the business. It was <laughs> it was uh, express shipped, marked old Nick Nick. <laughs> there it is. But uh, yeah, tell it. Let's give me the recap. Uh, recap. Uh, we'll start with me. Raiders money line. Uh, I'll tell you what. It's tough. <laughs> it's tough to win a money line bet on a team when they don't cross midfield until there are five minutes left in the game. Yeah, that makes it tough. What the fuck is that? You know, that was a real thing. The Raiders didn't get across the 50-yard line until there was less than five minutes left in the game. That's insanity. What the hell? I don't, what I don't the have, hell? I don't have any idea what happened there. I mean, it, it was just a putrid display of something barely resembling football. Ugly shit, man. Panthers plus four and a half. Uh, I said that I thought they could win this game straight up. They should have won this game straight up. Perfect P2. Perfect Panthers fashion. Somehow they rip off a Hail Mary as time is expiring. And DJ Moore, after catching the Hail Mary touchdown, takes his helmet off in the middle of the end zone, slams it on the field for a 15-yard penalty. So now they need a 46-yard extra point with a tie game to win as the clock has expired, which Eddie Pinheiro shanks, uh, which leads to the game going to overtime. uh, With about three minutes left in overtime, uh, Panthers forced a turnover, get the ball deep in Falcons territory, only for Eddie Pinheiro to then miss a 34-yard field goal, which immediately led to Atlanta marching down the field and winning the game. But Panthers still cover four and a half. Cardinals plus three and a half. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself like i just have this thing where i don't think the vikings are as good as they are this is probably gonna come up again today quite frankly don't be surprised before yeah but i don't know like i also think the cardinals suck so that was just a ridiculous theory right it was like two teams you're unsure of the vikings shouldn't be favored well the vikings shouldn't be favored but the cardinals are, are inconsistent and a mess as well right which means the Vikings should be favored. Uh, hey. That was, uh, I mean, I did, listen. You got snake bit. Late in the game there, the Cardinals run laid down by two, and uh, Dorch, my main man, Greg Dorch, fumbles a punt return, gives gives Minnesota the ball, they score immediately. So that, that could have gone the other way, but I should just stay away from anything involving Minnesota. 
The uh, Dorch drop? A nice D2? Dorch drop. No dalliance for Dorch. You drop no. a punt, you're not getting any dalliance. Yeah, no dalliance after the game for you. Gabe Davis, over 57.5 receiving. I should have gone the other way. I mentioned that I had two props that I liked, and I picked the wrong one. So that mm. was actually the first prop I've lost since, since week, week one. one. Snap, crackle, pop. But what are you going to do, man? There's, you know, Not much, man. You're gonna, shit happens. You go eight make weeks. some fresh bets this week, and you're going to see how you bounce back. You go eight beat weeks two. without a losing week. You can't really be too upset, right? Damn right. Uh, D's is drag. Didn't go well at all. No, it would have. You would have won the bet if you didn't drag it. Yeah. If you just, just took the Dolphins three and a half, you would have been okay. Nope. Nope. We want six and a half. Yep. Uh, Raptors minus one. I don't know what happened there. You got to help me out. Uh, I don't know what happened there, to be honest what? with you. What day was that? I'll look it up real quick. What day What day did that happen? It, we recorded on Thursday, but you said the game was on it was Friday. A Friday. Yeah, I, yeah, so it was last Friday. Let me look up the NBA schedule real quick. Schedule. Was this the day that Fred Van Fleet went 0 for 13? Because I feel like this might have been a bet that you lost based on that alone. And that was, I'm pretty sure. Uh, no, I think that, that's, that rings a bell for sure. Um, Remember you sending me a text that said, days like this are why I don't yeah. like Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, so that would have been the 28th against Philly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they lost by 22. Ah. So not just the FVV over 11, yeah. but that part didn't help any. But yeah, FVV is cool on the days where he's hot. And then, uh, that's an ironic statement. That's a weird one. Mm. Cool on the days when he's hot. Mm -hmm. But y'all know what I mean. Gotta love the English language for that, you know? But anyway, I digress. Yeah, bad bet. Didn't go well. My Raptors love. That won't be the last time my Raptors love bites me. God damn it. Uh, Jets, Pats, over. I don't remember what this line is. I think it was like 40 and a half, maybe 41. I know you lost because they scored 39. Yeah. Which was kind of rough. I mean, I don't know. It's The, the, the Patriots kicked five field goals. <laughs> tough break. But I. it's also, I don't know. It's tough to bet an over in any game with Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson is god-awful horrendous. Oh, man. It, hmm. it appears he's indeed bad at football, for Zach sure. Wilson is my new Justin Fields. I'm not going to dog out Justin Fields anymore for a couple weeks. Taking but I'm going to shred Zach Wilson from now on. Okay. So you're telling me that you think the Jets are on their collapse back to 500? Yeah, yeah. Couple game, couple couple losses coming their way? I mean, the, the big Nick prediction? The Jets have a good defense, but the, it's... I don't know. I mean, you just lost Bryce Hall. You just lost two offensive linemen for an extended period of time. I don't think James Robinson moves the needle. I mean, you only, they only gave up a six-round pick for him. But if this is a team that's going to rely on Zach Wilson to throw the ball 41 times, like this is not a good recipe for success. Agreed. It's a good recipe for a lack of success. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's the opposite of success, there in it fact. Is. Mm hmm there it is, my friend. All right. Finish me off with uh, my bets from last week. Najee Harris under. You're 0-3 so far. Did you did you goose egg again? Did, did I goose egg again? Goose did he egg? go over that? I don't I don't think so. At least old reliable guy I drafted too many times in fantasy at least did me one service at a time, hopefully. By sucking. Najee Harris, eight carries for 32 yards. You won that. 
Pew, pew. All right. Bam. One and three. Dueling one and three weeks. Ooh, man. Hot stuff over here. So if uh, if you bet against the D2B2 Six sports two, host baby. last week, Jamming. you had a great time. Jamming. Jamming. All right, let's get down to today's business because the past is the past. Uh, let's get, let's give them the business. Let's give them. Let's give you the audience the business. <laughs> Sixty-nine offers. He's giving them the business. Because you know we got to move forward here. You can't you can't linger in that past. You take those L's and you move on. Listen, we don't. I don't. I don't feel obligated to talk about this too much. The NFL is a very very difficult sport to bet. Right? There's a lot of fluky things that happen. There's a lot of variance. Just is what it is, man. No one's going to go a whole season without having some dumpster fire weeks. It's the way of the world. This was ours. Yeah. Let's get well, it back. I mean, mo- to be fair, most weeks have been pretty dumpster fiery me- for me. You just kind of slumped down and joined me for a week. Yeah. Your, your dumpster got hit by a meteor. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's on fire currently. We'll, <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see if I can put it's my blazing. dumpster fire out and just turn it into a regular dumpster again. But I think this week's opposite theme is going to help get me there. Yeah? Yeah. I like how your 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 optimism for success for the week is turning your picks into a dumpster. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, well, I figure I've it's been a such a dumpster, one that's not so I'll just flip it around on myself. Actively flaming. Yeah. I literally started my opposites thing out by picking three bets that I felt most confident in and picking against Perfect. Them. <laughs> All right. Run it. Run it. Are you going to flip something? I am. I've got. I've got a lighter in hand. Is that so a bick? instead, of, it is a bick. But instead of going bick or back, this one has donuts on it. Yeah. So we're gonna go donuts or fire warning. <laughs> well, all right. All right. I'm gonna call donuts because you should have the fire warning based on the current dumpster fire that you have going That's on. Fair. Let's find out. He lands it. It's donuts. Donuts. Who's starting us off? You hit me. Go ahead. All right. Geez. So as mentioned, these bets are going against my own gut for a variety of reasons. All so, of them? No, well, variety of reasons. They're the opposites of a thing, whether it's my gut or something else. This first one is against my own gut. At, it is the Lions-Packers over 49 and a half. Because I would look at that and be like, why is that number so high? The Lions play a lot of overs, baby. They Jared do. Goff at home, man. We talked about this. That's true. Jared Goff at home. So uh, because I think why would it be that high, it's going to fucking crush over. <laughs> it's basically it's, it's betting against my own gut here. So, yeah, I'm taking Lions Packers over 49 and a half. This is it. That's the the extent. That's, that's my opposite themed reason. Aaron Rodgers' uh, breakout game. Aaron Rodgers puts it all together. I mean, if there's a defense to put it all together against, That's it's a stuff. defense you've been owning for Fucking your entire career. Aye, aye. Like, it's funny. It, what, last year when he screamed, I literally own you at Chicago. That shit was awesome. It, I, it was awesome, A, but then B, I sat back and I was like, I feel that way also as a Detroit fan. I think he's also literally owned us. <laughs> Remember the... Uh... Hail Mary he threw to Richard Rodgers to beat the Lions on a Thursday night. I do. Devastating. R2. Richard Rodgers probably had a daily dalliance after that game. Oh, if Richard Rodgers didn't get his D2 daily dalliance, 
then the city of Green Bay needs to step its game up. Not necessarily as selective as Jack is, from what I understand. Richard Rodgers has been known to go slumming from day to day. To day. <laughs> Not as occasional. Not as occasional. Richard Rodgers. More frequent dalliances. Opposite With of less Jack. standards yeah. than Jack. Less selective. More of a quantity over quality kind of guy. Unlike Jack from the dictionary. Oh, Jack. Old Jackie boy. I can admire both of those approaches. Yeah, but quite, hey. Quite you know, honest. Amen, my friend. Okay. Hit me. So here's how we're going to do this, right? We're going to do this Jeopardy style. Okay. Where I am going to give you the answer, and then you are going to pose me the question, right? So, for example, if I were like... Uh, Lansing, you would say, oh, what's the capital of Michigan, right? That type of an exchange. Okay. However, it's going to be opposites, right? So this all following together, if I were to say sea turtle, you would say, what is the opposite of a rocking chair, a rocking horse? And I would say, that's right. (laughs) Or what is the opposite of a horse, you would say, or if I said horse, you would say, what is the opposite of a seahorse? Okay. Well, sure. I guess. All right. We're going to figure this it out. This all adds up. <laughs> Somewhere. Okay. This feels a lot like my underpants gnome week, but I'm I in. I enjoyed that. It provided some serious clarity. Yes. All right. There we go. Yeah. This feels as clear <laughs> as that. Okay. Uh, the answer is a Ferrari and a Lamborghini Racing down a clear road. All right, I think I have a guess. Bring it. What is the Rams-Buccaneers game? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, dude. Fuck yeah, yeah nice, sweet. Park. I was going a little, a little more specific, but I'm going to 100% give you credit for that as a correct answer. I was going to say, what is the opposite of Matt Stafford versus Tom Brady in 2022? Yeah, uh, yep. Because, listen... The level of the lack of productivity from these two guys this year, and Aaron Wilson, uh, Aaron Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers, and Russell Wilson, for that matter, is fascinating. I can you imagine how bad those four quarterbacks would have been before the year started? Yeah, man, I'm still, I'm just mind blown still at the fact that we're sitting in an, in an NFL where the four quarterbacks whom are leading the NFC are. Geno Smith, Marcus Mariota, Kirk Cousins, and then the best of the bunch, probably Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts, yeah. Like, such a weird world we're living in. Meanwhile, the AFC is just a bloodbath of good good young quarterbacks. Oh, my God, yeah. And we'll stay that way because they're all locked up except Lamar Jackson, who will be. Yeah, yep. That is a truth fact. And if they And if for some reason the Ravens just fuck it up so hard that they somehow don't keep Lamar Jackson in house long term it will go down as one of the biggest bungles a franchise has ever had with a player in terms of contract management as opposed to the biggest uh, Bengals which is something that happens in that division yeah as well um all right <clears throat> so keeping on with the keep on yeah so I'm going Rams Bucks under 43 which I think a lot of people would consider to be not a very popular pick. But these two offenses are just sputter, sputter, sputter. 
I was watching a segment on ESPN where Steve Young literally made a case for the notion that the Rams should just completely stop running the ball and should not even attempt rushing plays. He was like, this offense is, sucks at running so much, they should just not even bother. Just why bother? And it was a fairly compelling argument, which is amazing, that you can convince someone to just give up rushing in the NFL. Give it up. Don't even bother. <laughs> You're wasting your time. What's amazing about this is, believe it or not, and th- so listen, like I, I watched every snap of that game against uh, San Fran. I watched every snap of the game the week prior. The Rams are horrible at running the ball. They, I mean, they couldn't establish any rushing attack against the Panthers. The Cowboys, I'm not that surprised but that they shut them down. But the listen, the Rams averaged 68.4 rushing yards a game. That's real bad. That's seven more than Tampa Bay averages per game. 61 yards Whoa. per game. Both these teams average between 17 and 18 points a game. They only give up an average of 39 a game. The Rams' last four games, they've scored 14-24 against Carolina, the same Carolina team that somehow held Tampa Bay to three. <laughs> 10, 9, and 20 against the Cardinals. The, the Bucks last four games, 22-3-18-21 against the Falcons, and they, they put up 31 against Kansas City, but that was a game where they were getting smashed and just put up some garbage-time points. I, Tampa Bay can move the ball. They're very bad in the red zone, which I, I don't necessarily see changing. I mean, the Rams are a team that, despite their hiccups, can apply a lot of pressure on the quarterback. Tampa Bay can do the same. A little bit concerned about them losing Shaq Barrett for the season, but the Rams' offensive line sucks so much that I don't know how problematic this will be. Two teams that can't move the ball and struggle in the red zone, under 43. Ferrari and Lamborghini, this game is not. All right. So that's actually my second bet. The same thing? Uh, Well, I have it at under 42 and a half. Fine. I'll, 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 I'll... I'll count the same for myself then. But yeah, I mean, it, it doesn't matter regardless. I mean, we both have the same thing here. Um, yeah, because it's the opposite of how it should be. <laughs> it's just, this is just, the, like, this one's not based on, on the opposite of my gut. It's just the opposite of what should be happening. Right. What should be happening is a line of 51 and a half, and I still want to hammer the over. Instead, yeah. what's hammering is 42 and a half, and I'm confident these two teams will not combine for that. <laughs> like, I'm confident. I'm like, they're, they're not going to hit that total. Oh, Cooper Cup's got a banged-up ankle, by the way. I don't know how I left that out. That was a big part of my thought process. Big part? Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, Shout-outs Van Jefferson this week, because I meant to put him in DFS and didn't get to him well, if Cooper Cup doesn't play. I, I think Cooper Cup's going to play, but... Mm. I'm like, what a perfect time to come back from IR if you're Van Jefferson if Cooper Cup has to miss a week. No shit, right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's my second bet, so give me your second bet now. Okay, this is going to be in honor of Jack from Miriam Webster. Ready? Ready. What is the... Oh, shit, I didn't do it right. You need to do the what is the... Okay, the answer is a hot woman in yoga pants. Okay, all right. In NFL terms, in honor of Jack from Miriam's Dictionary, yeah, who h- likes an occasional dalliance with a pretty girl. With a pretty girl, yeah. 
The answer is a hot woman in yoga pants. So mm-hmm. the question is an opposite of that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so you, yeah. What is the opposite of? This is gonna be a NFL bat. This is gonna center around an NFL bat. This this answer is not exactly NFL related. The Perfect. answer itself, yeah. But it will get you there. It'll get me there. Yeah. Oh, I feel like that's a little mini clue in itself. What is the opposite of? The Vikings commander's Vikings cover. Because it's not sexy at all. Ooh, sorry. What we were looking for is, what, are the, uh, what is the opposite of John Goodman in yoga pants? <laughs> yeah. A hot sure. girl in yoga pants. A hot girl now, in yoga pants. The opposite pants. of John Goodman in yoga pants, yeah. And uh, where I feel I'm like going that, with this, I feel like it'd actually be John Goodman in a skirt is the opposite of... A hot woman in yoga oh, pants. That's, or a raincoat. Like, yeah, like skirts are loose and flowy where yoga pants are tight. But not all skirts are use or a poodle skirt would be. Right, I'm sorry. Use. Well, yeah, I mean, like, but even so, they're still like not wrapped around your leg where a yoga pant is wrapped around. But anyway, unimportant minutia here. Yeah. Tell me more about John Goodman in yoga pants. I'd love to. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, normally. Uh, Friday Five, John Goodman in yoga pants edition, <laughs> by the way, for sure, right? Or something around that. Anyway, continue on. But that's that's more or less got to be the name. Usually, when a team benches its starting quarterback to bring in a young, up-and-coming quarterback, it's somebody that's like a hot girl in yoga pants. It's someone that has some appeal, someone that maybe you see a future with. In other scenarios, randomly, or rarely, I should say, teams will bench a quarterback to bring in Sam Ellinger. Which, to me, is the NFL quarterback version of John Goodman in yoga pants. It's something that nobody wants to watch. Yeah, that's true. I played him in DFS last week, and I didn't really want to watch that game. That was actually... I just wanted to find out what would happen. It was a relatively popular approach. Was it because it was just just so cheap? Yeah, you could just go nuts with a lot of other lineups, right? And it probably would have been successful, but so many... If he did anything? If he did anything at all, yeah. That guy sucks. Uh, so that, listen, I'll take uh, I'll take the Patriots minus four and a half at home against the Fighting Ellingers. I know that Justin Fields went there and just obliterated New England at home on a Monday night a couple weeks ago, which I still can't wrap my head around. But I'm very willing to just chalk that up as an anomaly to how Bill Belichick usually destroys young quarterbacks. I don't really. I don't see a path to the Colts scoring more than 14 points. Jonathan Taylor hasn't practiced two days in a row. It's kind of up in the air if he does today. But somehow, despite that, the line has gone from Patriots minus six to Patriots minus four and a half. Apparently, people think the Colts are better without Jonathan Taylor with Sam Ellinger at quarterback. So you explain that to me. But this being said, I don't know how the Colts Colts score in this game. I, I don't know what their path is to 14 points. So... If all I got to do is get 19 out of the Patriots at home against a uh, Colts defense that is certainly not all that stout, I'll play that game. No John Goodman in yoga pants this week. No John Goodman in yoga pants this week. 
Yeah, a little teaser for DFS. I did not follow up my Sam Ellinger approach. Again. Oh, I, a... I didn't double down D2 on that one. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, you know I should have got that answer or that question. Obviously. I feel like it's pretty obvious. Hot girl in yoga pants. It that was all only, right there. That would have only been like the four hundred dollar question in the category. Yeah, that it was all right there. You gave me yeah. everything I needed. I should have been able to piece that together. But you know what? We're gonna move on anyway. That's the way it goes in life. Sometimes you just you just don't get it. Uh, and then sometimes, like salt and pepper, you're just never going to get it, never going to get Ooh, it. Ooh, I see that. I see Ooh. what you're going I think I have the wrong artist, though, to be fair. I don't think that is a salt and pepper song. Hmm. Not this time. Oh, I know the song. I don't think it's salt and pepper either, but I don't yeah. know who it is. Anyway, we'll, we'll figure that out eventually here. But my, this third bet here. In Vogue. En Vogue. Fuck yeah. Shout out to En Vogue. Great group from the early 90s. Shout out En Vogue. Yeah, dude. En Vogue was sweet. Just not sweet enough for me to remember their name in that moment. Classic. Yeah. But I was a young buck when they were about. You know what I mean? I get I get some credit here. I was like five. I'll give it to you. But uh, I'm going with another one that I look at and I would just, I would want to hammer the other side of this. Like, this is the one that actually I wanted to hammer the hardest the other side of. So I took this side instead. Saints plus two and a half. Why? Why is this such a narrow margin? I wanted to hammer Baltimore on this. <laughs> like, Andy Dalton is still playing fucking quarterback for the Saints against Lamar Jackson. What's happening here? And money is coming in on the Saints. It was, I know. It was plus three. It's crazy to me. I'm so confused. So, yeah, because I've been so pissed poor, I'm just betting the opposite. I'm like, I think for – I would – I wanted to give this a Derek's daily drag. Ooh, is this just a just rapid reaction to the way that they shut out the Raiders last week? No, it's just I just think Baltimore's way better than New Orleans. No, 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 not you. I meant oh. like the the fact that the public is actually yeah, maybe that makes not sense. the public, but money is coming in on the Saints. Is that I guess so, man. Is that all this is? It's weird to me. I don't get it. So yeah, because I'm just betting opposite today here. I uh, I hope that uh, that my gut is uh. Dead wrong, and the Saints pull this out for I don't I don't get it I'm, I'm confused by this. I wanted to drag I wanted to make this Baltimore by a touchdown. I was like I just don't even like. That's why I was like I gotta bet the Saints to cover then. I almost went Saints money line because I felt so aggressively about Baltimore. I was like no I'm gonna still take the points. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take them anyway. I'll, I'll take the points. Fuck still. it. Fuck it. You know like, I think we talked about this last week, but um. Legitimately speaking, long term, if you are planning on betting a team that's getting three points or less, you should just bet the money line all the time. Like it's it's mathematically it's gonna be more profitable in the end. Like it's very rare that a team loses by less than three points. Sure. Like if they're gonna lose by less than three points, like they and I don't know, it's something like in the instances that somebody covers a line of three or less, this takes out pushing. For the record, right? So we'll call it two and a half. Like the amount of times that a team covers two and a half but loses is like nine percent. Like you should just take the guy, just go straight at it, right? That's the reason. Get plus money instead. Uh, All right, your last answer. The answer is sitting on a blanket, eating caviar on a warm, sunny day. What is the opposite? Of the Jets getting utterly murdered by the Bills. Ooh. Eh, sorry. Sorry about that, Deez. 
what we were looking for is what is the opposite of standing next to an elephant with diarrhea in a hurricane? Alright. Tell me more. I fucking hate this Vikings team. Like I just feel like <laughs> betting God damn it. Like continuing to bet on the Vikings is just begging for a total disaster, which standing next to an elephant with diarrhea in a hurricane is just begging for total fucking disaster, right? Like this fucking team gets outgained every single goddamn game. They like rely on obscure turnovers and nonsense to win games. They fucking barely beat a Saints team with no nobody on the field. They barely beat the fucking Lions. I I the fact that this team is 6 and 1 just frustrates the absolute piss out of me. So give me the Redskins, Commies, football team plus three and a half. Taylor Heineke's a fucking beast. <laughs> My man Taylor Heineke's a fucking beast. Taylor Heineke's a monster. You're ridiculous. You're unhinged. You're unhinged. <laughs> I can't take it. I can't take the fucking Vikings. <laughs> Terry McLaurin has back to back sweet fucking games ever since Heineke took over. The team gets fired up, man. They like they love some Heinz. <laughs> they fucking love some Heinz. Man. <laughs> Fuck Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota. <laughs> Legit no bullshit. The Vikings. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh commies have won three games in a row since they fucking took out benched Carson Wentz. It's three and oh with Heineke. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Wild stuff. The opposite of Meineke, where you get your brakes done. Is Meineke still around? Is that place still in business? Probably. There used to be a lot of commercials for Meineke. I don't see them anymore. That's true. Maybe not. Who knows? Uh, Meineke franchise. Hope you're doing okay. We don't give a fuck about that. Why, why'd you even say that? I don't know, man. I feel bad for people losing jabs out here. They took our jabs. Our took They took our jabs. <laughs> this feels like as good a spot as any to insert Derek's first ever... Fantasy Basketball Invasion Minute. That's right. I'm just, we are sitting here live chopping up this episode that we uh, just recorded for the Friday Five. And uh, I'm about to just blast at you a DFS NBA lineup for the week while Nick sits there editing his the second half of our video. Our, our, our video. We don't do videos. There's no cameras. We're live in the underground on microphones. We do audio. But here we go. I've got Tyrese Maxey for 6,500 at point guard. Jordan Clarkson at 6,200 at shooting guard. Sadiq Bey at 5,400 at small forward. Isaiah Jackson for 4,600 at power forward. Evan Mobley at 6,100 at center. Malik Beasley slumming it down here at 4,200 at my combo guard slot. And then a pair of big spendings at the end Zion Williamson at 8,600 and Tyrese Halliburton for 8,400. Anyways, back to our previous recording. All right, man. Uh, we, we both talked about three bets. Which, of course, means it's time to talk about our prop bets. What did I say the line was in that game? I don't even fucking care. I'll do it money line. Fuck Minnesota. <laughs> I'm doing money line. Fuck Minnesota. Yeah, I don't remember you giving me a line, so yeah, fuck yeah. I think it's three, line. so I was just talking about like yeah. why you shouldn't do that. So there yeah, all right. Boom. Follow your own principles. 
Wild stuff, chap. And uh, my my prop bet. This is kind of meta in the way that I'm old. I don't know what that word means. <laughs> meta means like I'm not kidding. I really, I literally don't. I hear people say that, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're. Meta is something that's like self-referential. So like something that breaks the fourth wall. Like when Kevin Smith movies acknowledge they're in a movie. Okay. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, uh, like different. Like when uh, I, I, like Ben I, Affleck and Jane Silent Bob strike back when they like stare at the camera after they go, "Oh, are you an old friend, a favor," and they all just like look back at the camera, referencing that it. they're in a movie. That's meta. So this bet is me knowing I've been terrible at my bets and knowing <laughs> how poorly I've done at picking a quarterback to go over one and a half touchdowns. And knowing I should do the opposite of that by now and still not doing it. Because I took Geno Smith over one and a half touchdowns. What's the juice on that? Uh, Fucking minus 133. That's not that bad. (laughs) I was considering Mariota over one and a half touchdowns because that's plus 180. Ooh, that's pretty hot. He's done it two of the last three games. And... The other reason is the opposite of my preseason thoughts, where I just, uh, this is one I'll eat crow on. I didn't think the Geno Smith thing was going to go this well. You don't need to eat crow on that. Nobody fucking thought that was going to happen. Uh, fair enough. But yeah, Geno Smith, man, shout out. MVP candidate, Geno Smith. Badass MVP candidate, Geno Smith. Out here, man. Division leading Geno Smith. That's my that's my prop. It's repulsive. Well, they're playing the Cardinals. I hate them, too. Yeah, I know. It's a... <laughs> oh, little teaser for you. DFS. I went full Nikki Sager on my build style. Oh, I, I gave. I, I got the stack, the bring back. I got the whole yeah, shebang. Yeah, yeah I, like I got it. the. I got the <clears throat> second stack. I like where your head's at, bro. Yeah, I, I went full Nikki Sager on it. I deviated a little bit, but I've oh. still got the core of my uh, my found my setup there. All right, fair enough. Yeah, give me a give me your prop. Let's write the prop shit back. Are you gonna give me your unofficial and the one you the and your official? I only have one. I, Ooh, I, right. I don't want to confuse myself and then get frustrated that I chose the the wrong you one. You chose, but I like this one poorly. I know. An American man eating feet in Paris. A Chinese man eating vegan lasagna. In Texas. It's not bad. That's not bad. You got to the core of where I was going. So I'm actually going to interpret that further. Oh, great. <laughs> I'm going to interpret that further to football terms. Perfect. Uh, In football terms, which Chinese football player do you think that I was referring to? <laughs> well, that, that part's less direct. How'd you get there? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Atlanta kicks a field goal to win. That guy's Korean. <laughs> After you said that, I realized I was probably wrong about which part of Asia that person was from. My bad. That's on me. I, uh, I accept full responsibility for that. God damn it. God damn it, me. Um, I'm not even sure if he's Korean, to be honest with you. He is. He's Korean. He's from South Korea. <laughs> well, not that that part had to be said, because he would still be in North Korea. If that's where he would. Never mind. Let's get off this. He's not Chinese. <laughs> He's not Chinese. Yeah, my bad. I, uh, 
Go on. Um, I mean, that, this is actually a more direct opposite based on the way that I phrased it than something completely outlandish, which is what you came up with, which is relatively fair. But the opposite of an American man eating feet in Paris would be a French man eating up yards in America, which is going to be my main man, Travis Etienne. Feet to yards. Nice. Yeah, I guess I, yeah. I like... I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Meters would have made more sense with... Europe, but that's not how football works. Yeah, no, the feet to yards thing is funny, too. It just works. It's fine. Yeah. So go on. All right, yeah. So, uh, yeah, my main man, Travis Etienne, over... This is suspiciously low, which makes me nervous. Over 104.5 total yards against the fucking Raiders. Uh, Etienne last week, 24 carries, 156 yards, three catches, 28 yards. This is against... Denver. Yeah, a good defense. Way the fuck better defense than the Raiders. Granted, this was a home game for Jacksonville because they were in England. Yeah, they do love the playing across the pond. And they love the Jags over there. As they should, because <laughs> they're always over there. God. The uh, question. Do you think that Blake Bortles has just like a key to the city? He's like, he's like the equivalent of Rocky in yeah. Philly. Yeah. No, yeah, over in London. Yeah, and Jag and Jags fans. The only non-soccer player that people like. Yeah, they're like, fuck yeah, we've seen Blake Bortles play like five times. Yeah, that guy is a fucking monster. Yeah, Blake Bortles fucks. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Yeah, I don't know how he went one and four in those games. <laughs> Blake Bortles, a natural B two. Uh. The Raiders allow an average of 145 yards to running backs. It seems really clear that after trading away James Robinson, that Jacksonville is like finally ready to just turn the offense over to Travis Etienne. He actually, this is a bizarre stat. He has as many 20-yard carries as Saquon Barkley does. Saquon Barkley has 71 more rushing attempts overall. Damn. And he's clearly used out of the backfield. He and uh, Trevor Lawrence, their last year in college together, Travis Etienne, had more receptions than any other running back in college football that year. I was trying to pull off an Etienne trade in the auction league, and uh, I I had an offer that he was considering out of Amon Ra St. Brown, and I told him he could also make it DK Metcalf in that instead. So he had his choice of St. Brown or DK Metcalf. And what's his name, that tight end that just got like 90 yards for Denver last week with the big hair? Uh, what'd you say? What was the last thing you that said? T- with the big hair? Dolchich. Dolchich, yeah. yeah. And Dolchich for uh, ETN. There's a Greg Dorch and, and a Greg Dolchich in the NFL. That's sick. some dope shit right there. That is some dope shit right there. Yeah. Um, GD, I, too. I had that offer outstanding, and he was looking and he was considering it, and then got that offer that he wound up taking for ETN. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I just had to say yes to that. I was like, it's cool, man. You got to do it. That was a better trade. I didn't even see it. What was it? Uh, it was Zeke and a pretty damn good receiver for ETN and like, not a good receiver. I don't remember exactly what it was. It's really weird to me after Tony Pollard went fucking bonkers last week that, like, obviously this was a, a big point of discussion on every NFL show in the world. But the Cowboys just came out and flat out said, like, yeah, Zeke's still our number one running back. And everyone's like, well, that's what they said. Yeah. But, like, I no one's like, why? Yeah. <laughs> 
why is this? Yep. Like, I don't, if I were a Cowboys fan, like, this is the kind of thing that would piss me off. Like, I would just be like, what the, what, what the fuck for? Yeah. For what purpose? I, <laughs> Silliness, nonsensory. Inexplicable. Inexplicable. What is the opposite of starting the right running back? That fucking Dallas Cowboys. That's what that is. Like, <laughs> nice. nice. Little bonus opposite Jeopardy question mm. there for y'all. Ooh. All right, man. We propped it up. Some solid props, some property. You've got a parlay coming. We propped for me, right? proper. Do you have a? Do you have an opposite theme for your parlay? I do. All right. Um, so, well, each bet within the parlay kind of has its own opposite reason. Again, the parlay mm. as a whole doesn't have a theme, but they're all kind of opposited. That's uh, not a word. Opposited. That's it. Nice. There it is. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> so my parlay is plus ten thirty. Three-teamer. Some hot shit. Some hot shit going on. Um, It starts with Panthers plus seven, which was plus 100. Um, Because it's just the opposite of what I think. uh, Who are they playing again? Cincy. Oh, yeah. Because I would I'll give you seven and a half. I'm looking at BetMGM right now. Seven and a half. Right, I'm so, gonna give it to you. Sweet, I'll take it. So, uh, yeah, plus seven and a half. It, it, I bet it because it's the opposite of what I think. I would think, I would think to just coming into the seat. That's what it was. I would think coming into this season, I'd have been like, yeah, to give me the Bengals to hammer the Panthers. And now I'm looking at it and I'm like, oh, the Bengals. Even if they win, that'll probably be closer than it should be. Be. Give me a little concerns all of a sudden. So yeah. With that in mind, I'm going to take the Panthers to cover plus seven and a half. And then that's leg one of the parlay. Part two at plus 196 on its own. Colts money line over the Pats. Fuck. Because. The fighting Ellingers. Ellinger. I don't even know how to say that guy's name. Oh, and here is because it's the opposite of what should happen when you fire your coach. Teams do this all the time. They fire a coach and then they go out and get a win like their first game after they fire a coach. Who fired a coach? The Colts. No, they didn't. Didn't they? No. What the fuck am I thinking of? Uh, you're thinking of the opposite of firing a coach. Damn it. All right. Well, that was... <laughs> what are you talking about? Man? I swear to God, I saw this somewhere. <laughs> what the fuck? The man. Lions. I mean, the Ly- Maybe they fired some fucking positional coach or something, but oh. they sure as hell didn't fire their head coach. Man. What the fuck am I... Man. I could have sworn I saw the Colts fire their coach. <laughs> Man, all right. Well, wait. Hang on. Explain your thought process again. Are you saying because, quite frankly, not only did that not happen, but your thought process is backwards too? Because it's very common that a team wins after they fire their head coach. Well, it's the opposite of what should happen. You, like, it's weird that you go win right after you fire <laughs> your head coach. It's, just, it's more the betting on the thing that happens that's the opposite of what should happen. God, well, I think. Well. <clears throat> I see where you're going. I think a lot of that depends on what the team thinks of the coach, right? Sure. Like if, yeah. if the team loves the guy and he gets canned, like you're not going to get an inspirational effort in the next game, right? If the team is like, "Fuck this guy," if the team is, if the guy's Urban Meyer, then you're probably going to win the next game. Oh yeah, I mean the, that first wave of urbanitis free breathing. Whew, that air just yeah. feels better. It's just like leaving the free clinic after Jack had a run in yeah. with maybe like not that, what, well, or maybe gonna, not not very occasional uh, dalliances. Yeah, Jack Jack let his standards whatever. slip on the dalliances, and uh, got that, a little 
Not a bad, Ooh. like a flare-up of the urbanitis. A little flare-up. Um, all right, so I'm just going to leave it intact anyway, because it just is, that's just the way it went down. Uh, Colts money line there. And the final leg, Jets plus 11.5 versus the Bills God. at minus 110. Because it, it's the opposite of what I would have thought preseason. Where I would have just been like, hammer the Bills any number, doesn't matter how high against the Jets. Against the Jets. And now I'm like, this Jets defense could at least keep this thing within 11.5. That's a big-ass number. Like, I know the Bills beat people by big-ass numbers. You might get backdoored. Oh, I could see it for sure. Or well, you might win, but the, the Bills getting backdoored, I should say. But yep, that's my uh, that's that's my parlay. So Panthers plus seven and a half, Colts money line, and Jets plus eleven and a half. Okay, I can go. So I can do this in a three team or a four team. The, the smart thing. Well, okay, it's opposite days. We're gonna do the opposite of the smart thing. The smart thing would be the three team that pays nine thirty three. The opposite of smart is doing this, which is a four team that pays plus twenty two seventy. He's going for the big swing today on opposite day, folks. Um, the answer is DMX's whole crew. What is the opposite of a magic carpet? Because that's a soft ride, whereas they're the Rough Riders. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, I, well, as much as I like that answer, I'm, I'm sorry to tell you that it was incorrect. Ah. The correct answer is, what is the opposite of big dogs? Oh. And these are a bunch of little dogs. They're little dogs. Ow! 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 <laughs> that, that fucking little dog. That's not a big dog making that bark in, in the Rough Riders anthem. <laughs> I don't care what you say. That's not like a mean. His whole thing is like pit bulls. And I don't know stuff. what to tell you. Have you heard the bark? I mean, I've heard the bark, but that's just because the human's making it. I, <laughs> and the human voice box just can't sound like a big dog. Yeah, but that's not like convincing dog noise. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I had one shot. I'm not in a recording studio making a rap song where I've got hours to do this. I just that was what happened. It's just what happened. All right, fair enough. It's just all right. I, I accept your premise. Little four little. They're just they're small dogs. I got a four 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 dog parlay. They're all just small dogs. Money lines. Money lines. Four dogs. Commies. Jags. Sea bags. Rams. Commies over the. You know how I feel about the Vikings. Commies over the Vikings. Jags over the Raiders. Seabags over the Cardinals, Rams over the Bucks. Totals out to plus twenty two seventy. I like that a lot. Small actually. dog parlay. I like twenty two seventy. Yeah, I'm gonna throw a dollar or two at that one. That's a fu- that's a fun twenty two seventy. The Rams were the last one that I added. I didn't have that one on there, so it's nine thirty three without the Rams. Damn. Yeah, I'm into that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw a buck or two at that. That's a fun one. They're all. I mean, it, it fits kind of what I was saying before, right? Like they're all. Dogs of less than three points. Well, the commies are three and a half, but yeah. fuck Minnesota. We'll break the rule for the Vikings. Break the rule for the Vikes. Man, I, uh, I've i always known Nick 
didn't think highly of this Vikes team, but today it's like really come out. Nick's got some some things with the Vikes. I just think there's I don't know. I think they're so fraudulent. That's that's all it is, right? It, yeah. Uh, in modern kid slang, I th- I think sus is still a thing with the kids. Oh, I think sus is still around. It's a very meta term for you to use. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think that makes sense. I still don't really know what it means. <laughs> still doesn't get it. It's all right. It's fine. <laughs> DFS time? Let's get down, baby. All right. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm pretty excited about Fuck. my DFS this week. I feel pretty good about it. Really? I I, I, want, I was like, I'm going to try to true do a full Nick Sager build from start to finish. Game. So I'm going to start with my defense. Lions, 2,600. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> They're at home. Yeah. Rodgers keeps Dude, choking on his own dick. Listen, you know that I'm not opposed to that at all. I am very unopposed to that. Yeah, just going to hope for the best. Lions, the, the closest I'm going to come to betting on you in a while. Just uh, don't let, don't don't break my heart too much. You know, it's like uh, keep Roger, make Rodgers do dumb things a little bit. It'll be um, cool. What's the price tag? Uh, 2600 2600 Amazingly enough, I, I got cheaper. That is impressive. There was only a handful cheaper, and I couldn't bring myself to go on any of the rest that were cheaper than this. Uh, I am on Seabags, 2500 against Arizona. I couldn't do it. I respect it, but I couldn't do it. I Listen, man, I'm playing the, the modern warfare angle, right? Kyler Murray's got all of his modern warfare shit going on. I think that, that there's a new modern warfare that just came out. That dude's not studying the playbook, man. They had to put some shit in his fucking contract just because of Call of Duty to make sure he read the playbook. And then undo it. Yeah, which was ridiculous. Whole debacle. It was like the saddest expression of how the world works these days. Yeah, That agent for sure was like, dog, just sign it. We'll leak it. Yeah, and then they'll, they'll just take it out. And they'll, yeah, it's fine. Like, Don't even worry about it. But we'll, we'll get rid of this. It'll be ugly for like a week, but we'll get rid of it. <laughs> All right. Nice. I, I respect playing the Call of Duty angle. That's fair. I think it's a fair <laughs> one. Fuck it. Uh, Gino, 5,800. Nice. Okay. Getting in on Gino. Uh, I think this thing could be a whole lot of points on the board. I'm, I'm just hoping it's both ways, which is why I wouldn't want to touch. The, this, well, this is the other reason I couldn't touch the, this defense is because uh, I'm stacking. And uh, I need this to be points. <laughs> I just need this whole match to just be points. High-ass scoring game here th- with this build, um, hopefully. It's not far-fetched. I don't, I don't think that's at all. Far-fetched. That's my hope for that football game. I went... What's the tag on Gino? 5,800. 5,800. I went high-priced. It's opposite day, dude. Opposite day, nice. I should have taken an expensive expensive quarterback. But yeah, an expensive quarterback is very opposite day for me. I went... uh, Justin Herbert is 7,200 against the Falcons. I'm hoping this is the firework game of the week, which... But you'll see the way that this comes together. But I think you're going to like how I how I made this work. Sick. I probably will. Uh, This is also like these running backs are also a bit of Nick Sager all stars. Awesome. So we're starting with uh, Travis Etienne. Oh, sixty three hundred. We had a buck fifty last week. We talked about this. Like he's a feature one back now. Congratulations if you had stock on him and you held tight uh, in regular leagues. Uh, enjoy betting him this low in DFS while the market catches up and he skyrockets to seventy five hundred two weeks from now. Get on in there, folks. Sixty three hundred, way too cheap. Still, I also have ETN. 
Nice. Yeah, makes sense. We've already talked all about that. So. Nothing about this surprises uh, ne- you. Next running back, another guy that Nick and I have been uh, both on all year, but Ramondre Stevenson, 6,200. Great matchup. Great price tag. Sexy, sexy stuff just all over the place. Well, especially since the their opponent's coach just got fired. See, that would make me not want to bet. Fraudulent that. reporting. Fraudulent reporting. You, <laughs> yeah, man. This well, is why you're not did verified. A, did a coach get fired? Or do I just... Did a I head like, coach? Make, yeah. Did, did, no. Man. The Lions fired their secondary coach. Man, what the fuck was I thinking of when I wrote that? I even like wrote, I had a whole thing written down. Did you think Steve fired. Nash was coaching the Indianapolis Colts? He got fired. He did get fired. That's true. He got fired. How the fuck? How does this happen? Right? I don't want to get too off track here, but I, I like I can't wrap my head around how this works. So Steve Nash gets fired, and the Nets immediately come out with, and they're like, "Yeah, we're going to hire the fucking Celtics coach that's suspended for a year, but still underemployment. That isn't even he's still their coach. He's just." I don't, yeah, nothing about. I don't understand the NBA at all. No, I, I don't understand that part at all. Because yeah, some one of my coworkers that likes sports uh, doesn't like basketball as much. Comes up to me the, the other day. He's like, "Nets signed Udoka." I'm like, "What do you mean Nets signed Udoka? He's under contract yeah. for the Celtics. What the that fuck? That can't have happened. Right. He's suspended. He didn't get like he didn't get fired. He's just on a year long suspension. I don't understand. Man. Yeah, complicated stuff. And I don't know how it works. It's very Avril Lavigne. It's so <laughs> complicated. Um, I've been wanting to make that joke on a podcast for weeks. It's so bad, but I've just been wanting to do it. You should. So I fucking did it. <laughs> it's a very uh, simple plan. It's opposite day. You're not there. You didn't get there. No, I was. I was trying to figure out. Uh, yeah, I was thinking of the joke in a different direction. So that's not me. But yeah, I didn't get to that. But I, I, didn't yeah, I don't. That. I don't. I couldn't think of any songs sung by Simple Plan. Yeah, I. I, uh, I can't think of Simple Plan songs right now myself. But that's all right. We'll we'll move forward. For the record, I'm. Not disappointed that you can't think of any simple. That either one of us can't think of any simple. Yeah, oh, I, fuck this conversation sucks. Austin Eckler, another expensive running back, very opposite of me, eighty eight hundred. It's a weird build, but I'm I'm stacking quarterback, running back, and wide receiver triple stack for the uh, San Angeles Chargers, starting with Herbert and Eckler. Hot diggity dog in HD two. <laughs> Uh, first wide receiver. I went Taj Boyd, sixty three hundred. Uh, no Jamar Chase for a while. He's who is who is Taj Boyd? <laughs> God damn it, Tyler right. Boyd. Yeah, Taj. <laughs> I'm gonna roll today. Tyler Boyd. Yes, Tyler Boyd is who I mean. I wrote down Taj, so I went full Anchorman and just like read it because that's the words there, so they must be the right words. So I just read it. I'm Taj Boyd. <laughs> I am Taj Boyd. Yeah, man. Poof. Derek's on a roll today. I. Uh... <laughs> Tyler Boyd. Taj Boyd, bringing it back. It's amazing. All right. Uh, yeah, Tyler Boyd, though, at 6300 is a great price tag for the fact that Jamar Chase out for a while, and he's going to get a shitload of looks for a little bit here. Uh, that is. I can't uh, say anything bad about that. I, I considered doing something like that, but I strayed just a hair. Wee bit o stray. Mm-hmm. Uh, $5,900 Terry McLaurin, who, uh, listen, Terry McLaurin playing very, very well since the beast 
That is Taylor Heineke got unleashed for this comedy. Unleashed the Heineke Completely dismantle the Vikings. Uh, McLaurin, back-to-back, back-to-back good games. Heineke loves him. I don't think Terry. Got to stay under 6,000 for very long. Uh, Terry McLaurin is my second wide receiver for all the reasons. For real? That, yeah. For all the reasons oh, Nick just said. <clears throat> Hit me with your wide receiver, too. Uh, wide receiver, two. Is, so I told you I was I was triple stacking. Wide receiver, two is Josh Palmer. No Mike Williams for the San Andalish Chargers. Josh Williams, I'm sorry, Josh Palmer got flooded passes by Justin Herbert two weeks ago. Uh, Chargers on a bye last week, which is why I said it two weeks ago. I believe he had 14 targets and nine catches in their last game. If we're going to get some fireworks out of this Falcons-Chargers game, it seems very viable that all three of these guys can put up numbers. Herbert, Eckler, and Palmer. It also seems like I think a lot of people would not triple stack that way. Usually if you triple stack, you take two receivers, receiver and a tight end. I don't think a lot of people triple stack quarterback, running back, and wide receiver. So we get a little bit of nuance, hopefully. We bit a nuance. 5,100, Josh Palmer. Fuck yeah, man. That's a good price tag Fuck for yeah. I like that quite a bit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wide receiver three for me, Adam Thielen. Uh, this is my little other. This is my second the stack, mini stack. The mini stack, yeah, the the mini stack. I got the McLaurin and Thielen mini stack here at fifty six hundred. Uh, I'm just hoping for a tu- for a, for a touchdown and some DC yards in a matchup that has the potential with badass Tyler Heineke to get high scoring in an badass. <laughs> the the heralded battle of Kirk Cousins versus Tyler Heineke. Is going to get out of hand. We're going to see some points in this affair. Re- revenge game. Kirk Cousins' revenge game. Vikings <laughs> commanders. Fuck him. Um, where are we? You need one more receiver out of me? That's exactly what I need out of you. Well, that's what you're going to get, Bubba. Tight. Uh, <laughs> so we need a bring back. But we spent a little bit of money. We we got an eighty eight hundred dollar running back, a seventy two hundred dollar quarterback. So we got to get uh, we got to get sneaky, and the way that I'm going to get sneaky is with my bring back for the Falcons, uh, Demir Bird. Demir Bird, two straight games over fourteen and a half fantasy points. Now, to be fair, two weeks ago that all came on one seventy five yard touchdown pass. Last week, three catches for 67 yards and a touchdown. One of those was, I believe, a 54-yard touchdown pass. So the guy's got some big play potential. Appears to be garnering a little bit of respect for Merrick Marcus Mariota, playing himself into a higher level of productivity. $3,500 bring back for the Falcons, Demir Bird. I was uh, very high on Demir Bird at like two different other times in the world that has just never quite come to fruition. So I'd like to see this guy be a little bit of like uh, late in career resurgence or emergence, not even resurgence, like emergence like that. That'd be fun to see him become a guy that like gets a handful of catches a game and actually cements a role on an offense. Yeah. Good for him. I hope it, I hope it plays for you. Uh, 
my tight end. Got uh, in my bring back, I got Zach Ertz. Got Gino. And you'll see my stack at the, in the flax. <laughs> so, yeah, Can I just assume it's Kenneth Walker? It is. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Zach Ertz and Kenneth Walker to finish this thing off. So, I've got the Gino Kenneth Walker stack and the Zach Ertz bring back. The stack back. The stack back. Not to be confused with a snack pack. And not to be confused with a stacked back, which is like a hunchback. Not to be confused with a stank. I'm going to say a stank back. <laughs> Which is a bottom that has not been uh, well washed. It's a stank bag. Yep. But, yeah, I, uh, Zach Ertz has been having himself a decent, consistent season over there in Arizona. Seattle is not great against tight ends. It's, uh, it's a pretty good matchup for him, I think. And I'm hoping for some good quality points in a high-scoring fiesta. Price tag? 5100 for Zach Ertz, 6200 for Kenneth Walker. 50. 51. Yar. I'm doing a $3,300 Evan Ingram at tight end. Uh, Evan Ingram, nine or more fantasy points four week in a row. Four or more receptions in every week, averaging roughly 60 yards a game. Caught a touchdown pass last week. The Raiders just got completely dismantled. By the Saints, so I am doubling up on Etienne Ingram in the Raiders Jags game. Fuck yeah, nice. Fuck yeah, dude. I've said a lot today, but I felt it every time. <laughs> I say it because I mean it. I'm gonna say it because it's real. Oh, I guess I, I forgot. We already clarified that Kenneth Walker was your flex. Uh, my flex is seventy four hundred dollars. Is exactly what I had left when I got to this point, and I. I'm not super confident about this. This is the what I told you uh, pre-show that I was I was not certain how I was going to finalize this. But I've got Aaron Jones. Uh, Aaron Jones actually has back-to-back twenty-plus point outputs. Twenty carries for a buck forty last week. I'm kind of surprised that he got this level of action against Buffalo, because you would think in a game that you're getting shat on by the Bills, you don't turn to the running game. But maybe it was. Maybe it was opposite day in the Packers' locker room, so they went that route. Uh, the week before, he had nine catches for 53 yards and two touchdowns. So you're getting offensive production on both the receiving game and the rushing game, and he's playing the fucking Lions. It's, I'm going to stop there. That's enough. That's enough. Yeah, 7,400. Yep. The other angle would be... I, I could do Josh Jacobs, and I could do a mini Raiders-Jags stack. He's $100 cheaper. Hmm. Both are pretty damn but good. But I, I don't know. I've got such a sour taste for the way the Raiders played last week. Such a sour taste. So tart. Mm-hmm. So puckering. The opposite of uh, vanilla ice cream. Sour. Yeah. Tartness. Mm-hmm. That was. <laughs> that was my tart face. Let's survive. <laughs> Even though we've been, we've been doing bad at it, but let's let's pick survivors. Well, I, 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 did you survive last week? Yeah, nice. Yeah, I don't remember. Did who I you survive took last week? I don't remember who you took last week. To be I took like a heavy ass favorite. I don't remember which one. <laughs> I was hoping you were documenting these. I don't know. It, to be honest with you, after we lost a couple weeks in a row, I stopped documenting. I didn't think it was that important anymore. I was hoping you would. Just, I know who I have in my head. I took Dallas last week as mine. I don't remember who I took as mine. Did you take the Bengals? Because they lost. No, I didn't take Did the Bengals. Did you take the Jets? 
No. <laughs> I didn't take the Jets. Not that dastardly. I took someone. You went. You hadn't used them yet? And I went, no. I had not used them yet. This would be a, a tough... Uh... This will be a tough week, survivor-wise, for most people, because a lot of the big favorites are probably teams you've already used, right? Can I go like Buffalo, the, uh, Kansas I, City. I think I went Buffalo. I think that's when I finally used them. Yeah. And as a matter of fact, I think I'll finally use another one of the heavy favorites that I've been that I have yet to use, Kansas City. I haven't used Kansas City either, so that's I'll play that game with you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. If I was legit still surviving in a pool by week nine. I would have to use Kansas City by now. Just like, just do it. Do yourself the favor. Otherwise, you got to go DMX style. Yeah. Small, awesome. small dog. Small dog. Small dog. Well, even like a couple of the small dogs I would consider um, I've used. Like the Ravens I was looking at, and I'm like, used them already. Uh, I've already used the Packers. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. We did it, man. That's D2B2 Sports out here on a Friday, doing the Friday Five. The things that we do. Doing that thing we do. I Can you name that band that sings that song? No, fuck no, I can't name that band that sings that song, which is actually surprising, because normally I'm decent at that game. It's not surprising, because that song sucks. Oh, tearing my heart into oh. a million pieces. You think that song sucks? Absolutely, that song I sucks. I think you suck. If I sang that song, I would suck. <laughs> no, I actually don't really have a particular fondness or dislike for that song. I'm very, I'm very neutral on that song, I'd say. Uh, the internet tells me that that song is by a band called The Wonders. Ooh. Do you confirm? I mean, that sounds as right as anything. I've, I've doesn't sound wrong. I don't know. How come you didn't say right as rain? Hmm. Why do people say that? That's that's phrase doesn't make an ounce of sense. Um, it's an it's a it's a farmer expression of some kind. It relates to farming. I found out about this from a farmer friend of mine. You have an F two. You have a farmer friend. I actually have more than one F two farmer Wait a friend. Second. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't believe this. You're just talking. no. My my friend. You know, you know more than one farmer. Yeah, my friend Riley lives on and full time farm several acres of land that Fuck. he literally like sells the produce off of and stuff. He's a full time farmer friend. Full time farmer friend. <laughs> FTF two. That sounds like another Star Wars droid. What is he? Hang on. Is this just like a way that you're referring to people that grow weed? No, no. This is like, I mean, he also grows weed. Uh-huh. But, but no, he has like Farmers. several acres of like several different crops he grows. He grows, he fucking, uh, he bales his own hay and shit. Like, what, yeah, what is the opposite a of a farmer? farmer? Just a dude that grows weed. It's the no, that's farmer adjacent. It's still like growing plants. Adjacent. That's not that's not an opposite of a farmer. It's like. <laughs> so it's, an opposite of a farmer is like a hunter. No, it's like an arsonist. <laughs> you're right. Yeah, it's an arsonist. Actually, yeah, you're 100 percent right. Opposite of farmer is definitely arsonist. Yeah, yeah. I burn shit. Yeah, <laughs> See, yeah. I, yeah. Instead of creating thing and creating goods for sustainability, you're just destroying shit. Yeah, just burning shit to the ground. It's the best opposite we've had all day, other than the diarrhea elephant in a hurricane, which was diarrhea elephant in a hurricane, and the imagery of John Goodman in leggings will stand with me forever. Yeah, which I'm grateful for, honestly. That's how you're gonna. <laughs> And I think that's as strong of a point on, as anything to end this podcast on. Well said. 
you know, thank you guys for listening so much to D2B2 Sports out here on a Friday, giving you the five like we do. Giving you the business. Giving you the business. Uh, give us the business by throwing up those five-star ratings and comments <laughs> and likes and subscribes and th- all the different clicks. Click love the kids. Click love us. Do it up. Comment in the section. Blast us for our terrible betting picks. Fucking do it if you want to. You know, Do what makes you feel good in the comments. We got to get a clip of the guy saying, give it him the business. We do. We'll, 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 we'll work on that. We'll clip it in somehow or another. We'll figure it out. It's Nick and D's, Nick. Friday 5. Yeah, and uh, also make sure to check out the other Good Fun Media offerings around here. Every Wednesday, you can find Morons of the Multiverse dropping a episode of shenanigan-filled nonsense about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, ranging topics including our favorite gear and our favorite non-powered, super-powered, or non-powered characters from superhero films. We got these every every Wednesday now? Every Wednesday. Dropping nice, Morons man. of the Multiverse out here. And uh, every Thursday, after the laugh track, our sitcom fandom podcast, doing everything from ranking uh, music and things within the sitcom world to cutting it up about individual episodes we love of shows and themes within those series, etc. Deep dives of sitcoms on after the laugh track every Thursday. Peace out, y'all crazy bastards. Thanks for listening. Keep on dropping in. Get some. Give him the business. 69, offense. He was giving him the business. Thank you.